Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today we are discussing the Thai BL drama series, My Bromance, two, five years later. This is episode three's review. I am not very impressed with this series. I'm just going to put that huge caveat there. Now, I will also include that my dislike of the series has nothing to do with the actor Fluke Natouch, who I think is an absolutely amazing actor and who does a great job in this series. So just want to put it out a shout out to Fluke because he is fantastic and my dislike of the series has nothing to do with him or his acting. My dislike of the series has to do with whoever wrote the script for this thing because it is one of the most long and unnecessarily long with, I mean, the I don't know how to even explain this. Really, words cannot describe what I'm feeling about this series, and I don't mean that in a good way because I'm finding that they could have made like an hour-long movie that would cover everything in the show without the slow camera that they have throughout this entire series so far. I mean, they elongate scenes that really, in my opinion, are completely unnecessary. We also have major, several different stories going on, at least three per episode. And I mean, no offense here, but really, all most viewers care about are P-Golf and Banks. So I really don't see why we have at least three other storylines rolling around with this. It's just kind of a little too much to keep track of. And it doesn't have the same feeling of like other series that can have multiple characters without this kind of hard to keep track of thing. The other thing is, is the English translations are probably not the best for the series, which might be one of the reasons that I'm having trouble getting the series and being able to like it as a series. In this episode, Banks decided to go kind of take a walk and a breather because he's trying to figure out what to do about P-Golf and their relationship. And he really hasn't responded to P-Golf or anything but P-Golf comes to see him as he's sitting on this park bench. And I really do like this one scene in the episode. I think it was a very thoughtful scene. One of the few in the entire series so far. And I don't mean to be bad, but really they had five years to plan this out. It could have been a ton better. I'm sorry. Honor will try to retract the upsetness of her issues with this series for just a moment here. But this scene, I think, was very good because Peagolf comes up, Banks is sitting there on the park bench, and Banks sees Peagolf. And Banks doesn't know what to do, and Peagolf doesn't know what to do about this whole situation. And, you know, I can honestly say in both their cases, this is one issue of conflict that I really don't think either one of them did anything that you can say is wrong. Now, they might have been misguided because they had parents who were stupid imbeciles, but, you know, other than that, I don't think you can say, you know, Pigolf did anything wrong or Banks did anything wrong, but they are both in a pickle because of all the miscommunication. I mean, Banks is terribly troubled because his mom, his adopted dad, his friends all lied to him and said that Pigolf was dead. 
And Pigolf lied to him and told him he was dead because he knew it was the only way his family would agree for them to eventually be together in five years. And that is a bunch of tricky issues. We could break it all down if we wanted to here, but we're not going to. And at the end of the day, Banks is feeling very hurt because no one understood his character and his steady nature when it came to relationships. And Pigolf is feeling bad because he thought he could just come back and be with Banks. And end of story, curtain closes. Yay for them, okay? And that is not how it's turning out for Pigolf. And he is completely devastated and totally freaking out internally because he's like, I have waited five years and now this may never work out. And oh, blank, what am I going to do with my life? And you know, this is a serious problem. I mean, they're both, um, I think both these boys would now be about 23 years old. They've finished college. They've gotten their degrees. Banks is getting ready to go teach at the school that he um, went to high school at. And I don't know what P. Golf is getting ready to do other than try to be with Banks. But anyway, they're both standing there. And I think that this scene really is good because Golf does not try to you know, explain what happened, explain away the years, or even talk about anything. He just reaches over and gives Banks a hug. He's like, you know what? I can't explain what's wrong. I can't even explain what's really happened. I mean, I could go into it, but that would just be confusing for both of us. I'm just going to give you a hug. And then he basically just says, I'm sorry, Banks. I'm sorry this happened. I'm sorry that, you know, life worked out this way. But at the end of the day, do you think we could start over from the beginning? I'm not asking you to start over where we are now with all this, you know, misconception, everything. But what if we just start over at the beginning? And then he kind of steps back a little bit to give Banks a little bit of space to kind of think about things. And Banks just gives him a hug back. And, you know, I really do like the character of Banks. I also like the character of Pigolf. It's not that I don't like the character of Pigolf, but... Banks is such a wholehearted person that you really just can't help but liking him in this show. I mean, I really liked his character in the first series, um, My Bromance, the movie. I just really liked his character. He really is such a kind person. And I love how even though he's reeling with all the issues of his entire family, his friends, everybody lying to him about Pigolf, and also thinking that he would not care because five years have passed. And I'm going, okay, who was the imbecile that thought, okay, five years, he'll forget. I mean, no offense here. Anna's just having a little momentary moment here. But anyway, you know, he doesn't treat Pigolf, when he has a moment with Pigolf by himself where they can actually, you know, be together without anybody else around, he really is so open-hearted about things. And that's, I think, what makes him such a cool character. And basically, that's kind of where that closes. We then go into a section of time where we have Banks's friend and Pigolf's friend um, teaching this young kid in high school who really has loosened up about stuff, who isn't quite as contained and angry about life as he was, thanks to this tutor, who kind of helps him see 
how how life can be fun and interesting and helps him with his studies and he's excelling. Um, I think this kid wants to be in a relationship with the tutor. I'm not sure. And he's upset because there's this girl on the tutor's phone, which we don't know anything about the girl. We just know there's a girl on his phone as a picture. It's nothing inappropriate. It's just a girl in a school dress. I'm guessing it's the kid tutor's sister, but I could be wrong. I have no idea. Um, and that's kind of where that is at. Then we have another sub-story about these two kids who are dancers who happen to go to the school at the very beginning of the show. Again, there are a lot of sub-stories. I mean, we've got the tutor and the kid who's angry and upset but getting better about things. We've got Pigolf and Bank who are the lead story characters. We also have this other kid who is trying to take swim classes from the swim instructor who I think he has a crush on. So we've got like four stories so far, okay? Five, five, excuse me. We have the dancer guys. So, and not dancers as an inappropriate, they're K-pop type dancing with singing. But anyway, we just have, we have five stories and it's confusing for me personally because we really don't have a lot of connections between the two or between the five as it were. And again, I don't know why they did it this way, but that's the way they decided to do my bromance too. It's a very disconcerting for a viewer who is used to Thai drama like Until We Meet Again or, you know, watching bromance, the first, the film. And, you know, at least at that point, you did have lots of characters, but they were doing things together without all these little side stories. And that was much easier to focus on. And also, it's very slow in its style. I think I've mentioned that before, but it really is. It's like kind of a B-rated Thai series, which I'm not used to because I'm used to much higher quality Thai films. I mean, even the ones I don't like are better quality than this. But it really is just not good quality. I am I think they were trying I just don't think they probably put a lot of thought into the storyline. At least at that point, this at this point, that is what I am guessing because it is really, really match mismatched together. Um, basically, the only thing I can say good about this series is again, Fluke and the Touch is fabulous, and basically whatever I have seen that guy in, he is absolutely fantastic. I mean, his acting is amazing. I really haven't seen any actors who are as good as him, except maybe two in my life at any kind of film. And it's not just BL. I'm saying Fluke is better than any actor I have hardly seen in any film. Like probably top three actors I've ever seen. And, you know, he adds a level of professionalism to this film that without him would completely be lacking. Now, does that mean that it is the best film in the world because he's in it? No, but he adds quality to it. I also do like knowing like what happened to Big Golf, what happened to Banks. I'm going to finish it just because I want to, you know, find out what they decide to do with it. But, you know, it's kind of like typically when they make a movie and then they try to make a sequel, you either end up loving the sequel better than the movie that was the original, or you end up just hating the sequel to High Heavens. 
And at this point in time, I can honestly say Anna really just hates this series to high heavens, except for Fluke Natach, who is absolutely brilliant, because I just don't really get the poor quality. And, you know, it's not that there's anything particularly inappropriate in this show. You could sit down and watch this with kids. It would be perfectly fine. But it's just not high quality. And I figure if I'm going to something, it better reminds me of an even worse quality for production than the YRU series, which I would not watch that series with kids just because there was some more adult topics discussed in that. Not like adult as in inappropriate, just I don't like the over-romantical moments and I don't like having to fast forward through those. So anyway, but adult as in it was just stuff that I wouldn't want to watch with my kids. But this one doesn't have that, but it's just so poor in quality. It really is absolutely pathetic. I keep hoping they will pull a rabbit out of their hat, and eventually, maybe episode 5, maybe episode 6, it will get better. And maybe episode 4, I'm sorry, I'm on episode 3 right now, but maybe it will get better. But so far, it has just been rather disappointing. I don't know what other people think of the series right now. They might be loving it. But for Anna, you know, I watched the bromance um, film. I watched um, Until We Meet Again with Luke and a touch in it. And it is nothing like um, bromance, the film. It is nothing like Until We Meet Again. It is, yeah, it's just. Yeah, and with that, Anna is going to say this is my review of My Bromance 2, Five Years Later, Episode 3. Check it at the round table. Bye!